Before we get started here, I'd just like to make sure everybody is aware that this podcast could not be done without the help of uh, Ricky Green. He helps us with all our music. He helped me with some of our mic setup and, and how to set all that stuff up. He's been working really, really hard on uh, to keep us with a fresh hype track. So we're going to tease you with a little bit here. And if you hang around till the end, you can uh, hear the whole thing. And I can't speak for him, but I'm pretty proud of it. And I'll let everybody know when it's up on iTunes and Spotify. Cop the money, cut low. Chop the top off. Got him saying, yeah, that's that hot sauce. Them boys ain't about nothing. That's not what I heard. There's a storm coming. Mark Weinberg. That is sound of the uh, the beer of the Dang Bros opening. <clears throat> Monic Beer Co. Monic Beer Company. Hawks American Pilsner. There it is. Hawks American Pilsner. Go get some. Brewed by Monic Beer Company, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, what else can we talk about? We can talk about when I went round that lorry. Yeah. And then on the left side, and then I went around. <laughs> and then a lorry moved over. Yeah, and he had a signal on. But he didn't have to move over. Uh, His lane continued, but he just wanted to get over. Yeah, he wanted to... Uh, I I barely made it, but you made it. I made it. Well, it's behind you. That's what I mean. I barely made it. And then I barely made it. Yeah. But it was alright. But you lowered your truck, so it's got performance handling now. Something like that. Sexy. So, today, or not today, um, earlier this week... The Dang Bros have been spotted mm-hmm. around our uh, two of our places of employment. Yes. We had uh, cut the roof off of, of our Monte Carlo. Chop Top Challenge. And we, me and uh, my, my colleague and fellow Dang Bro did one lap of the block in said Monte Carlo. And we got spotted by uh, WDRB News. Uh, Mark Weinberg in particular. Yes. Had a picture of it, shared it, right next to the Greyhound bus station, which I think made it even more, even better. That's more telling. <clears throat> right. So, the, it kind of went around the internet for that a day, <laughs> the local internet, and uh, it got an, us enough attention that I think uh, Monic Beer Company has taken us slightly seriously and invested a a you know a, a, a small amount of money They've into invested. you know it buys a tire or something for the car <clears throat> performance tire yeah, yeah. so uh, we, but every little helps so we've been taking sponsorships and so far so good uh, we've bought a couple tires registered the car um bought a little insurance and now we're um it's at graphic creations right now which is one of our Old time, oldest and best sponsors of yep. the Dang Bros. Long They're kind of day one Dang Bros. They've done all of our uh, ra- the, our race car, and they've done my Mercur. Yeah, they, they did Sid's uh, Caprice. So they've they've kind of they've been great to us. You should check them out for anything uh, vinyl signage, cars. They'll they can put, do whatever. They'll put whatever on whatever. So I'm thinking for the next sponsorship, I'd like to sponsor us. And put a naked picture of me on one of our cars. I'm in. Sean uh, Sean would probably do that for about what you're wearing, next to nothing. Ne- 
Well, this is a fine bikini. Um, how much do you think uh, a full nude of me draped across? Oh, what, which car would you put it on? Probably the limo. It'd take it'd it take one that a, long. It would need a limo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to sponsor us to do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we've gotten uh, our social media is, uh, you know, medium blown up for, for us over the uh, the Mark Weinberg incident. And now I have a, <laughs> I have, we have about 30 more middle-aged uh Ladies that are fangs, uh, fans of the uh, Dang Bros. Yeah, thanks to uh, thanks to Mark. Big shout out. Shout out to Mark Weinberg. Well, I can't wait for you to hear. Well, I, actually, by now you've heard our new you intro. Did. You did. Um, How and that's, good is that? That is a huge thanks to Dollar Green. Dollar Green. Speaking of fans since day one. He was there at the Dang Bros conception, I believe. Yeah. Um, and he's been a fan ever since. But he, he knew. He wanted part of this. Oh, yeah. Well, what we do is magic. Absolutely. I still don't know what we do. Just make things magic. <laughs> it's magic. Um, Chop Chop Challenge. Tell me about that. It's getting serious. So at this What's point, happening? it's, uh, what, three months away? Mm-hmm. We leave kind of the middle of March. Um, leaving from here yeah we leave from louisville kentucky and some type of way we're going to end up um in key west fantastic um i believe going to end up in key west during spring break yeah key west spring break um jason the guy that runs it has um i don't really understand the full you know the full plan but he's rented some sort of house or uh, something <laughs> And Shack. it's gonna house. I think it houses most of us. Um, <laughs> well, you can't sleep in your car. No, because it's got no roof. No. But so we've chipped in on that. We've paid our 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 money to be a part of whatever said house is gonna be. Yeah. And uh, I'm trusting Jason on this. I'm, I'm my R. Understandable. And if anyone wants to actually see the car. Where can I see the car? You need to see a picture of this car. Yeah, so please, if you're not already, typically, I, I would imagine most of you already are. This is how you found our podcast, but uh, at Dang Bros Unlimited on Instagram. And yeah, that's the best way to see it. We're yeah. going to be posting videos. Um, well, you put some up and there's a lot of questions. We have a couple, and I have a, a special treat that, that we're going to do. Ooh, we're going to try and something that is a, special treat a little me. different. <laughs> We're going to try something a little different as far as how we're going to post on social media during that time. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that right now. So you got to stay tuned I'm and nervous. keep an eye out you for what's me. to come. No, oh, what's to I'm, come? I'm announcing this as we speak right now. This is a world groundbreaking yeah. news. And follow hashtag Monty Cutlow on Instagram also because <laughs> that's going to be coming at you pretty big. Yeah, you need to get out on the side of it for sure. Oh yeah, that's yeah. happening. Yeah, and as you know, I'm not a big fan of naming cars, but no, you don't. Monty Cutlow, that just makes too much sense. Oh, that's a little too on the nose, even. Is what it says. <laughs> yeah. It's a Monte Cut Monte Carlo that's cut low. Mm. I did get a question today about 
how we cut the wind the windshield so perfectly. Well, this is this is one of the miracles of uh, the Dang Bros that a lot of people don't know. Uh, when you see the car, the chop top challenge is you take the top of the car off. Right, and so somehow Dang Grant managed to cut the windshield in half. Well, no, it's a stubby screen. It's probably a, a more of a quarter. A it's quarter. in a, the bottom quarter of the windshield still there. Either way, you use some specialty tooling. Yeah, oh, very special. To keep some of the windshield. Yep. Uh, tell me what that special tool was that the, you used. The uh, special tool is a, a Milwaukee uh, Sawzall. Yeah. With Harbor Freight Sawzall blades. Yeah. The metal ones, like yeah. the ones for metal. And just the the trigger all the way in, high speed, straight through the windshield. And you didn't shatter it? No, worked a treat. And you got a clean line? Pretty clean. I think mm. next time, knowing how good it worked when we weren't trying, we could do a better job. I don't I don't think you'll ever manage it again. Uh, hopefully I won't have a reason to. What about next time? Well, the Monte Carlo, the Monte Cutlo, should, uh, <laughs> should survive. Yeah, no, it'll do well. So we are planning on uh, the majority of our team, I think. Um, most, of, I think all of our team is planning on flying home. Yeah. And so we are currently looking for someone to pilot this beast um, home. Yeah, who wants, to, who wants to? I, You know, I, I already swore that I wouldn't, you know, become attached to this car and want to keep it. But I can tell with the amount of work that's going to go into... How it looks, how mm-hmm. it runs. Uh, we put a. We're gonna buy. You know, I think we're gonna have four new tires on the thing. Oh, exactly. Let's you get s- it home. You Let's spend, have fun. If you spend the money on four new tires, it's worth keeping. Always wanted to convert to Monte Carlo. <laughs> Who didn't? <laughs> right. Who didn't? Uh, for those listening outside of North America, please uh, get on your Googles and Google. Let's get the year right, though. It's a '99. It's a '99. Because you could accidentally. Google search a Monte Carlo and find something cool. And this is not cool. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. So and actually, I would uh, I'd also like to add one more thing about the, the Monte. Mm-hmm. Is one of my good friend's parents bought the thing brand new in 99. So this is a one-owner car. One owner. One careful owner. How many How many miles is it done? 204,000. Running. Barely running. And it's fine, you know. So when I when we when the handover first happened, it took about five minutes. And this is not an exaggeration. It took about five minutes for it to engage any kind of gear. When you came out of park and selected a gear, it would take five minutes for it to finally, you know, thunk into gear. Thunk. And so shout out to um, Lucas, um, Lucas Oils. Lucas Oils, we put good a friend of mine. <laughs> right. Put a quart of Lucas um, transmission, you know, fix in a bottle. <laughs> Perfect. Did, did it fix it? Yep. It was done. I have another friend. You do? His name's Penn. Yeah. Penn and Teller. Penn's oil. Penn's oil. Mm-hmm. Pen 15. And uh, his brother's called Cal. Cal Stroll. Well, that was, that a, was stre- a That's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Is he, his mate's called Mo. Bull one. <laughs> oh, Mo. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love a bit of Mo. Yeah. In the engine. Yeah. Talking to that, my car keeps telling me I should put oil in it. Probably should. 
I don't reckon I should. No? I reckon it's a scam. I reckon it's it a is? scam by Mercedes and by oil big oil. companies. Yeah, big oil. <laughs> big oil. Check engine, oil level low. Yep. Yeah, I bet it is. Why? <laughs> yep. It's not falling out. Well, in your case, it's burning it. And it's falling out the top and the yep. valve cover gaskets. Talking that, I'm, uh, I'm getting rid of one of my cars. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. We should uh, pour one out. I'm going to pour one in. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know I'm going to do that. I'm going to pour one in the car. <laughs> and light it on fire. Yeah. Yeah, we should... Uh, a moment of silence for Paul's uh, 94 Mercedes E320. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a state. Station wagon. Station wagon, yeah. Um, Straight six. Sat on my driveway for the past four years. Not doing You anything. put some miles on it, though. Like six. Yeah. It was a great car until <laughs> you realized it wasn't. <laughs> But yeah, so it's being uh, it's going to get picked up by another friend of ours who is I felt I haven't talked to him in a while, but I think is going to use a, a a handful of parts off of it, and then uh... that's the plan. Now this is an interesting thing about that car. It's a piece of crap. Uh, it's made entirely of rust on the chassis, uh, but the interior, the interior for a nineteen ninety four car is mm-hmm. probably a nine out of ten, mm-hmm. except the steering wheel. Which is a bit mank. Uh, but how does that happen? I don't know. And the, the, the big question is, because those cars of that era, that Mercedes of that era, they do tend to rust. Yeah. It's typically around, you know, the rockers or sills. Yeah. Um, those cars, the later 124 body style had a, a bit of plastic cladding down there, so it hid most of it anyway. That's what mine did. But <laughs> your car in particular... Um, it's just come like it's insanely rotten in the floor. Yep, I lowered it onto some jack stands once, and the jack stand went through the body right into the car. Yeah, no, that was the, the weird thing. I it, uh, I can't even remember why I was jacking. I was probably trying to look at the rust, and then I put two jack stands under it, lowered it down. One held, and the other one was like nah, and just went into the passenger rear passenger footwell. <laughs> yeah. And so I somehow just, uh, I have a long history with this car before Paul even owned it. Well, this, this, we're telling the story. Yeah. So, and I won't even know, I don't really even know what you, I could um, guess 2006 or seven, something like that. I worked at the local Mercedes dealer and this pretty beautiful Uh uh, 94 Mercedes E320 uh, station wagon comes in as a, as a trade, and you know we were all just crawling all over it. This is a perfect car to buy. I'm sure they didn't have any money in it. Beautiful. And uh, one of our coworkers put it on the lift, and we were just you know we were just drooling over this car, and gets it on the lift, gets it you know high enough to look under it, and even this is even at this point, 15 years you know 14, 12 or 13 years ago. Yeah, and it was rotten yeah. to the core then. Um, so we all passed on it. It ended up at auction. I was at a <laughs> unnamed car lot in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, <laughs> off Barrett Avenue, and yeah, saw that happened to see what I thought was the car. So I, when they were closed, I crawled under it, and sure enough, 
it was a bodge of seam seal pop rivets you know just the typical like uh anything yeah anything to make it not as hideous exactly have you ever seen you know about the matilda right it was like definitely matilda's dad's job oh there you go yeah yeah yeah, um, Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny film. DeVito super glued that floor back in for sure. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, that what was that? What year was that? At that point, oh, had oh seven, oh eight, something like that. Okay, that was before I moved to America. So then I moved to America, and uh, I'd owned a couple of vehicles, I think, but I'd never bought one on my own. And here's the funny thing. When you buy a car in England, this is how it works. You have a document. It's called the V5. A logbook. Similar to a title here. Similar to a title. Yep. Um, and if I was to sell Dan Grant a car on a V5, I'd say, come look at this car. And he would come look at it and go, this is the best car I've ever seen. I want to buy it. And I'd say, give me money. He would give me money. I would then sign the top part of the V5 with my information, address, whatnot. And I would sign the bottom part, and Grant would also sign the bottom part. And then we both send, like you rip it in half, and then we send it off to the uh, people who DVLA, who look after all your car registration. And I'd get a letter saying, you no longer own this car. And Grant would get a new V5, stating he's the owner, and ready for someone else to fill out when he sells it on. In America. So here's where this story goes super upside down. So let's uh, back up a little bit. Okay. And the the car, you know, uh, you know, it was a very still even when Paul even when did you, what year did you buy it? Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. So 2014, the car externally still a great looking car. It Paint still shiny. Looks great. Still looks great. And interior is nice. It drove nice. Um. But, so, you basically had a title issue with this little tiny drug front of a car lot that he bought it from. We ain't at that bit yet. Okay, let's back up. Let's back up. So, in America, I didn't know how to buy a car. So, I'm not going to buy it privately. I'm going to buy it from a dealership. So, I'm looking around. I want a Mercedes uh, estate station wagon. And one comes up. And my dad used to have one. And I was like, wow, I want this. 1994 Mercedes E320. Ooh. Estate. Ooh. Ooh. Suit so you, sir. Ooh. Ooh. Looks brilliant. <clears throat> All the right, right colour, tinted windows. It was right mileage. So I called the place. And dude said, yeah, it's a great car. Everything works on it. I asked all the right questions. I'm not a complete tool. Uh, and then I was like, all right, I'll come down and look at it. I have a friend who's a mechanic. His name's Grant, and he's currently sat opposite me. And I said, Grant, will you come with me to have a look at this car? And he's like, yeah, sure. That guy's busy. That guy's, he's looking at tons of other cars. For all his other friends who are going, <laughs> Grant, you know about cars. Will you come look at this car for me? And Grant's like, oh, God, no, because then when it breaks down, you're going, Grant, that car you told me was good is broke down. <laughs> That's never happened. Never happened. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I said, Grant, let's go. And he's like, yay. And then... I arranged a day and Grant was like, no, can't do it. I've got to go and look at other cars. And I was like, fair enough. I know what I'm doing. I'm old and wise. I'm going to go down and look at this car. I've got a cash out. 
It was up for four thousand two hundred US dollars. What a deal! That, that was that was about market. Uh, so I got some money out, big fat dollar bills. Uh, I drove down, and we were getting into the countryside. We we weren't in Louisville anymore, and this car lot had five cars, <laughs> and one of them was this Merc, and the salesman comes out. And oh, did you see where you saw it advertised? Oh, it was on Craigslist. Okay. Which is the equivalent of Gumtree yeah. in the rest of the world. Yeah, it was Craigslist car. Um, again, not the... You know, you can do all right. There's not really much comeback. We'll get to that bit. So, I get down there. The salesman comes out. And it's a 17-year-old kid. And I am an old and wise man with an accent. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. And that kid's thinking, oh, man, this German guy's coming to buy this German car. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Australian? <laughs> uh, I have a look around the car. And I mean, I have a look around. I test a few switches, but not all of them, I must admit. I, the I switches were the least of your problems. <laughs> we, we ain't there yet. And then... I'd look under the car, but not both sides. <laughs> I look under the car, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, you probably one. looked under the front, as most people would do. Yeah, and I looked I, I looked under the front. I looked under the A side. I remember looking Driver's side. side. Uh, I can't even remember. And then he was like, hey, do you want to take it out? And I'm like, sure. So I take it out. Engine runs sweet. It's big. It's huge. It's a Mercedes. I'm like, I'm all about this car. So we go back after the test drive. And he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I like your car. And he's like, well, it's 4200 And I'm like, I'll give you three grand. And he's like, ah, oh, I can't do three grand. And then I pulled three grand in cash out of my pocket. And I waved it. And I was like, I will give you three grand. And he held out his hand and said, congratulations. You just bought yourself a Mercedes Benz. And on a normal day, that would have been the deal of the century, I deal think. Deal of the century. And I'm like, yes, look at me go. You, you might as well just call me Miss USA because I'm living the American dream. Mike right Brewer over here. <laughs> Congratulate. You've, I've just bought myself a 124. Hold <laughs> out <laughs> your hand. Let's have a deal. Uh, yeah, so then I was like, great. I said, so how does it work? Um, he was filling out a form that listed uh, the VIN number. He spelt Mercedes wrong. On okay. form. Great start. Yeah. Um, and he said, what will happen is, I'll fill this out, and I'll send it off, and in 60 days, your license plate, or number plate, will get mailed to you. And I'm like, cool, can I have a copy of that? And he said, sure. So he photocopied it and gave me a copy, and I left with this car. Now... get a temp temporary tag, right? No. Did it have an existing plate on it? It had an existing plate. Okay. And that's how it works in America. The registration thing is like having road tax in England. It's paid for a year. So this car still had four or five months tax on it on the license plate. So I could drive it around. I got it insured. No problems there. Um, car was fine. And when did you come around and see it? I think you'd had it a couple of weeks. Yeah, you come around and see it, and I was like, "Hey, look at my shiny car." The first, no, and actually, if I'm being honest, 
I saw it the first time, and I was like, yeah. Now I remember that bit. Great car. Now I remember that. Because <laughs> I was like, why is Grant being weird around my car? He's looking at it funny, and he's oh, like, no. not saying anything. He's like, yes, yeah, good car. I had to go. I had. It took a week for me to hype myself up to give you the bad news. I think that's. But it all came at the same time as to when. So anyway, uh, I'm like, oh, this car, and Grant's like, I recognise this car, which is never good. (laughs) And then you told me. I think you told me over the phone. I said, yeah, go out there and look under the passenger side of that thing on the floor. Tell me what you see. So I crawl out there. I'm like, what is he talking about? And I look under this car and I oh, swear, it, there's barely any bodywork. It's just rust. It looked like it had been sitting flat in a field with no wheels on it. Yeah. But just on a quarter of one side of it. Which is weird. And so the only a- thing that we could come... like When I saw it initially, at this point, 12 years ago or whatever... We'd come to the conclusion that it had been, like, T-boned or something, and they did a bad job on doing, you know, some... Or a sunroof drain had clogged, something No way, because that was bad. a galvanized chassis as well. That, I think, would be... Yeah, that was river. more than a sunroof drain clogging. Yeah. So, I think it was a, a crash that had been repaired not so great, and then, uh, and then left I to it. rot. And then I bought it. Fantastic. But now, so, not not the happiest ending of all time, because there was money involved. No, but this is where it gets a bit more skew-iffy, is, uh, obviously, car guys, we have friends who are, have own garages. I won't name names, but one of my friends, they had a BMW station wagon uh, that was traded in with them, and they were like, yeah, I'm interested in your car, do you want to swap? And I was like, oh, you know, I really prefer the Mercedes. And he was like, well, bring it in, let me have Rightly a look. Rightly so. Yeah. So, what was it? It was a 525 estate. Okay. Uh, E39. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a much newer car. Yeah, I should have taken it. Um, anyway, so bring it in. So, I brought it in, and he took the VIN down and said he was going away. And then he sent me a text. And he said, can you come and see me? We need to talk about your car. And even I'm like, yeah. I've got some naivety about me, but I'm like, this ain't gonna be good. And this is a, your mate with a gra- with a with a garage. Okay. So I take it down there and see him, and he's like, "Ah, oh, let's go have a cigarette." So we walk away from the garage, and he's like, "Yeah, your car's not good." And I'm like, "Oh, it's stolen. There's an outstanding lien. There's money owed on it." And he was like, "No, nothing of that." Um, I have a friend who works in a government department, and the place you bought it from. Uh, was a front for meth distribution. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, good. Oh, fantastic. So it's not even a real car dealership. And after that, I called the people who, like, at the local government who monitor. And they said, yeah, no, they haven't got any insurance. They haven't got a license. And I'm like, it's, a, it's just not complete real garage at all. So I just bowled up with a free grand. They've got this piece of crap that they were hoping to never sell. Yeah. And I bought it. Um, so anyway, I'm like, I'm going to go down there. Give these people what for? Peace of my mind. I go down there. It's all closed up. <laughs> there was a bar next to the place and the owner like pretty much threw me out. He was like, no, nope, get out. 
And I'm like, I just want to know what happened to the plane. And he's like, get out. And I'm like, okay. So and there was bad blood there then. Yeah, apparently. So the final thing I did was I went and saw a, uh, a lawyer. What do you call them over here? Solicitors? I don't know. Not a lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. yeah. I went and saw a lawyer about getting the title from the government. And he said, well, the bad news is the car's got a salvage title, which means it's uh, like in England, it's Cat D. It's been totaled at some point, hence the rust yeah. damage. Yep. And it's held by uh, another county's salvage auction. And it's going to be $651 all in. And at this point, a rear wheel bearing had gone out. Which and, is another 500 bucks. Yeah. That car because was Mercedes. totaled. And so, that car has sat in my backyard for four years. Yeah. And done nothing. It's a shed. No, it's been a shed. Yeah, I've put wood in it. I've stored it. I've stored stuff in it. Fred hates the story. He's angry on my behalf. Yeah. You tell him, Fred. Yeah. But luckily, tomorrow, my nightmare ends. It's going away. Because no title here, you can't sell a car. It's very hard. You have to basically know someone to get a car to disappear here with no title. And luckily, I know someone who needs all the parts off of my car. Yes. Yeah, a friend of ours has the exact same car. Different color, but... He got sandwiched in between two cars uh, one day, and so he'll use some parts on it, and then uh, it'll go to the junkyard in the sky, I think. Oh, and... R.I.P. Good riddance. So what we learned today's lesson. Buy something from a reputable reputable source, um, <laughs> and, sure leave or, and or leave with the title. <laughs> and I checked it, there was no meth in the car, which was... You know, that's the worst part of the story. At least you would have had, could have had some meth. Well, this is true, but again, you get pulled over on this car that you've got with no title and it's full of meth. <laughs> How good would that have been as an immigrant? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So uh, yeah, we've learned an important lesson today on the Dang Show. Don't say you uh, didn't learn anything. No, no, you never learn anything. Yeah, I didn't learn anything. As soon as this car's gone, I'm going to buy another one with no title. <laughs> He is going to buy another Mercedes, I'm sure, that needs a bunch of work, and it's going to be a nightmare to keep on the road. (laughs) I have promised myself no projects this time. At least buy something that's made 2000 and up. No, I don't care about that. that. It just needs to run and have a title. Okay. Oh, well, that's setting the bar pretty low. (laughs) I've literally had a a car sat in my driveway not move for four years. (laughs) Yeah, so running, title... There you go. Yeah, that's it. What yeah. have you got? Let us know, people. Yeah, we 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 actually accept donations, and we will uh, give your crappy car the send off that it deserves. Chop top race yeah. car. Yeah, we'll cut the rate. We'll cut the roof off and have a good time. Tour around town. Having said that, thanks for uh, sticking in there with us Woo-hoo. and uh, listening to us talk a bunch of nonsense. Thank you. So. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye.
buckets up and running. No time to sit down. They put me out as in the mud. Kentucky kick down. Yeah, they ride rough. Yeah, them tires cheap. You looking at some champions. King of the heat. Yeah.